Welcome to Akasha Talks, a podcast on consciousness, healing, and different ways to interact and weave those together, both old and new, to be able to get the most out of your life. I'm your host, Lance Baker, coming to you from Newcastle, Australia. Hope you kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. This week, I've got Jason Partington on from Making Meditation Mainstream and Meditations for Men. And if you haven't worked it out, we're talking about meditation, which is what I believe one of the most foundational and universal best tools for accessing your consciousness and making change in your daily life. It's a great chat. Enjoy. Here's Jason. Welcome, Jason. I've got you on today to talk about one of your passions that links with two different ones of your processes. Uh, you've got two projects going, Meditations for Men and Making Meditation Mainstream, which obviously the link between those two is meditation. Uh, it's a great passion of mine. I'm, I'm keen to hear more about these processes, but I think to begin with where a fantastic place would be to start is finding out what made you start these projects. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, well, I'm, I'm from Avalon Beach um, in the northern beaches of Sydney. And so I've been here with my family for about seven or eight years. And uh, I guess you could say I was um, maybe a little bit out of the community. I, I was sort of very busy with, with work. With I was in property investment. And, you know, that sort of takes you out of the community quite a bit. You know, you're on planes and trains and automobiles and stuff like that. So, um and what, unfortunately, what really did sink me back into the community was late last year, um, there were several suicides which happened in 2018 that um, uh, we you know, were connected with our family in some ways, which then led me to, uh, you know, obviously our you know, family was, you know, deeply affected by that. Um, and not only that, I guess... Um, you know, we started to reach out to more people and find out more about what was going on. And I think, you know, what happened out of that, we really found out that, you know, there was like 33, 33 suicides in one year in 2018. And that that figure, like, like was um, shocking, mm. shocking to me. And um, I knew that there was quite a, a precedence of depression and anxiety amongst men, uh, but I was shocked to know to know those figures. Um, and I think in our local community, we were like we were, we were especially a, a little bit raw and a bit in like trauma at the end of last year. Um, things were happening regularly, and unfortunately, like. Fortunately, we live in a beautiful part of the world, an incredibly beautiful part of the world. The unfortunate part is we've also got a, a cliff that happens to be the location where this happens uh, a lot. And so, you know, like um, every time we'd hear a helicopter, people would go, you know, would, would shudder. And, and a helicopter followed by an ambulance and it would, you know, our area is truly, it was, it was really hurting, I think. Um, anyway, well, the, the culmination of all of this sort of stuff that was happening ended up in uh, Gotcha for Life and Tomorrow Man, which are organisations which reach out to men particularly to 
you know, to be able to talk to them more, to be able to, you know, sort of open up some of these conversations, to be able to support each other, to, to be able to have real talk and real conversations. And they were at the Avalon Surf Lifesaving Club and they laid out 30 seats, you know, for the guys and 300 men turned up and like wall to wall, like wall to wall. And it was in that, it was in that moment, it was in that uh, seminar workshop that I realised that I had something or I had a tool and a skill that I'd learned 20 years ago that could help these guys. That could, you know, I mean, it was a watershed moment for me. I, I was looking around the room and the amount of men that had cried that day that had just had, you know, we put up hands as to who's cried this morning and the amount of hands that went up was was unbelievable the amount of hands that stayed up that that said quite openly that they're depressed and they're going through massive anxiety in their life right now I was overwhelmed and how many how many men had had suicidal thoughts in the last quarter in the last three months um and it was like a light shining moment lance it was it was like you this is you have to do something you have to do you can't allow this to happen um and I really resonate with a lot of these men because that was me 20 years ago when I was 28. I was that. Like that, I was feeling, you know, I was in a dark, dark place. And a friend reached out to me and said, you need to do this course. Like, come with me. You know, you're going to do this course. And that course was how to meditate. And um, I didn't know much about it. At, at, at that sort of stage, I was like 27, 28, fin- had been coming off, you know, like six years traveling overseas and I didn't, just didn't know myself at all. And um, I was escaping into everything. I had addictions into every possible thing that you could possibly imagine. And, you know, it's often the recipe when people reach out. That's often, a, it's, often a, it's often a moment when you're at your worst is that that's the point that you're ready to reach out. And luckily, luckily for me, I feel very, very grateful to the friend, um, and and I'll always be heartfelt thanks to this to this wonderful lady who, who reached out and said, um, "You need to do this course," and and recognised that I, I needed it. And um, for me, then that was a mainstay in my life, and it changed and turned my life 180 degrees into a different path. And and I've been travelling that path ever since for 20 years, and learning and growing, and you know spiritually you know developing i guess and getting to know my true self rather than you know uh the the ego self Mm -hmm. and but i think lance one of the things that i really truly worked out in this um in this workshop with these 300 guys was that these guys weren't attracted to come to meditation on mass there's there was individuals that would go to it that um you know, maybe felt that it was for them, but on mass meditation itself had a stereotype and a stigma about it that was it was not easy for men to go towards or it was only for the hippies or it was only if you looked or you were on a spiritual journey that this that this skill or tool was for you. And so that was the moment that I really realised that uh, I really wanted to not rebrand it but... Um, you know, realign meditation in a way and a context that was made it really available to the masses, you know, and to demystify it and not de. I don't want to. I don't want to say despiritualize it because I love the path of of you know that spiritual connection. I don't want to despiritualize. I just want to make that first step into it really easy 
And um, that was the starting point where I came away from that. I, I finished my job immediately. That next day I like left property and said, I have to do something completely different and something with purpose and something which is going to help the community. And, um, and it started these two, it started these, uh, these two different uh, ventures um, and which is making meditation mainstream and meditation for men. Mm. Uh, it is quite powerful that you had that, that number turn up. Uh, the men's health movement is notorious for the fact that most men don't speak up. Uh, the fact yeah. that you had so many arms raised up in the air to say, yeah, I, I cried this morning. Uh, yeah. If all the if all the men in that room were honest, I'm sure there were, would have probably been an extra few arms that would have gone up to begin with as well. Uh, so the, there, there is a huge need for this. Uh, I had somebody on, on the podcast uh, before who he, he started an on-for-profit about men's male suicide and he started from somebody suiciding in the property market as well uh so that high stress that's placed on men we've got a lot of a lot put on our shoulders of needing to provide to be a support to be stable to keep it together and not that support of where to release it what to do uh, and meditation i feel is a fantastic tool for that because if you can quieten that lie inside that's telling you everything's wrong and you've got to do everything, yeah. it up. the other thing I love about what you're doing is you're creating a community. Uh, mm. the, I heard oh, a few months ago now a statistic that the biggest prevention for suicide in men is having three mates. And... Mm. The sad thing about most males in society now, once they kick over that 30-year mark, most people do not have three mates anymore because the high school mates have moved all over the country and they create superficial relationships with friends from work and whatever, where you're creating a group of men who are going through stuff. They're being vulnerable and opening up. So they've got an opportunity not only just to learn this skill of meditation, but they're creating a a space that they can meet somebody else who understands where they're at and maybe create three friends, maybe four, five. Yeah. Uh, But there's a good chance that they turn up, they can at least get one, somebody to talk to. Mm. But when that uh, pressure's up, it doesn't have Mm. to be all internal. Yeah, just, um, just one comment on that, Lance, as well, because like, I, I think that's what I was finding as well, is that there was, like, we, we were awash with men's groups right now, which is great, and we need it. We need men's groups. We need men's, you know, to, to realign what men are and how we support each other, and we, we need that, but um, we need both, I think. Mm. And, and that's the thing that I felt was missing was that we were, there was starting to be more and more and more men's groups, which were opening up the conversation and to be able to be providing the platform to be able to have those conversations to meet other like-minded men, which I think is part of the solution. The back end of that solution needs that there needs to be a change to the inner dialogue. So, and for me, that's, that's the part that's missing. 
or or that is that is the the key it's the key element at the back which allows the front to happen mm-hmm. um and that's why you know I, I felt like that we were in an environment where everyone was running to the the front and doing the conversation and there's not enough work being done on the back end which is the you know about the work on yourself and um you know when you're when you leave your mates and when you you know when you leave the beach or when you leave the community hall or when you leave the pub or whatever it might be that you're having that conversation with or the telephone or whatever and you're sitting at home what then mm. you know what then who do you re- you know so that's why i think meditation has a powerful ability to transform the inner dialogue and um you know i think they they go together beautifully um mm. So that I just wanted to, to comment on that as well. It is. That's uh, I, I believe it's it's the key as well. You've got anybody in that situation, whether they're male or female, they've got a voice inside that's telling them lies. And yeah. meditation is the easiest self tool to turn that volume down and change that dialogue and get some real mm. perspective on the situation rather than the amped up stress that's there. Totally, yeah. So you started this just with the Making Meditation Mainstream just on Avalon Beach? Yeah, it was, uh, it was I, out of that event, I'd, I'd managed to, well, I put my hand up straight away to help out as a, uh, as a senior counsellor with, one, with 180. Um, so 180 are particularly focused on youth suicide, but as a result of that workshop, they obviously knew that, wow, you know, there's a lot of men here over 30 that really need support and help. So I started uh, to offer my, uh, well, just some leadership type support in um, just listening, you know, like creating an opportunity for men to listen. And out of that came straight away, came three or four guys that were on the same path and wanted to help and wanted to. And from that, um, that's when it was like, well, let's really want to take this out of this sort of community, like, like men's health domain and make it into the, the proper meditation side, side of things. And then, but, um, and then it started with myself and a couple of these guys. I said, you know, said, hey, listen, let's start this thing. Let's just start it. And then, People will like that. The more people we invite, the more people we're going to grow. And so we started with about three of us every Saturday at six thirty in the morning, and then the next week we would ask some more and ask some more and ask some more. And then you know, before we knew it, we were twelve, and then we were fourteen, and then we went to thirty, and then one one morning we had fifty people rock up, and um, we're like, okay, this is this is this is getting traction. Yeah. This is getting some serious traction, and so. Um, then like, I, I always knew that even before starting it, I knew that I wanted to do this everywhere, right across Australia. I, I'd already said on, in fact, it's, I think it's on my wall behind me because I said, um, a hundred, a hundred beaches by 2022. I, I want a hundred beaches going with a hundred communities that are all going to talk to each other and communicate and create these, create these, these things, um, these pods of of sitting together connecting with nature connecting with yourself um and yeah and and connecting with each other and 
it's it's really gone from just let's sit on the beach and meditating. It's it is really really gone a long way from from that. So now each week we've got a focus. We've like we we have a gratitude week, which is you know week one, week two is chai week where we share chai. Week three is is beach clean. So every everyone at the end we do beach cleans right across the board. Um, week four is random acts of kindness where you just go out and you just do random acts of kindness that day, and um, but everything, everything, we've given it a great amount of thought and everything from the way we speak to what we wear to the music we play, everything has been done in order to give it a easy step-in uh, approach, like this whole mainstream-type approach. You know, we've got flags and banners and we've got, like, cool T-shirts. Um, we play upbeat music when people arrive. So, I mean, people... You know, when you come to a meditation thing, you expect this sort of deeply spiritual sort of thing. If there's going to be, you know, incense and music and deeply spiritual. I mean, I'm playing, uh, you know, upbeat type. I was playing club tunes the other weekend, which is, <laughs> which is quite interesting. But, I mean, it's, it's about people walking into an easy vibe and to being welcomed. And we, we don't talk. We generally don't talk chakras. We're not talking energy centers. We're not talking deeply spiritual. In fact, what we are doing is keeping it really pure and keeping it really simple and really simple messages in easy language and everyday language, which sits in line with the whole mainstream thing. Mm. Uh, as soon as I take it into a deeply spiritual path, all of a sudden we are something else. Yeah. So for me, this is very, very clearly uh, a first step, a first easy, beautiful step. And it doesn't need to graduate into anything more than that because that it's a beautiful thing in itself. Um, and if people want to, if people want to go and you know like do something deeply spiritual, they can out of that. There's people within the court that they can go and see. We've got local people here in our area, and and in every one of the beaches that can take you through a like an amazing meditation course if you want to you know if you want to do it out of that. But we're this we're the place to sit to come to nice and easy, and out of that, you know, next week with uh, no next week a um, couple of weeks we're taking twenty guys to Bali. That started from this community, wow. and we're all going. We're all going together, you know, to go and meditate and do yoga and surf together, you know. And um, yes, yeah, just some beautiful things happening. We've, we've just yesterday we were going. We've decided that we're going to have a patch in the community garden, which we're going to call the Triple M Making Meditation Mainstream. We're going to grow. We're going to grow stuff. Um, so there's all these there's all these amazing things which have come out of it. You know, we've got a really close alignment with Lifeline. Um, and you know, a lot of our fundraising and everything that we're doing is about them, is about providing for them. And it's one of our big goals is that we want to, um, we, we definitely want to incorporate a corporate partner that is going to be able to fund and provide Lifeline with more funds and more support. And that's a big goal for us is we want to be, we want to be the community outreach for that company to come in and to be able to help us to help Lifeline, help us help Lifeline, basically. Um, it's an incredible organisation and we are so behind them and they're very underfunded. And, um, Extremely. Uh, you know, you only need to go down and spend some time in their operation and, and sit there for a while. And the volunteers that do this and support people are unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we, we are very, very motivated to get those 100 beaches 
uh, and to have that amount of outreach from from a number of different levels of advantages and you know community you know you know communicating together and experiencing the beauty of meditation i mean once we get the 100 beaches i'm going i want to take this global you know like so it's only part of the way here (laughs) so how many beaches is there now at the moment so we've got uh six so we've got six up and running now and so our last one was terrigal so up up in terrigal we've got um so we've got manly uh narrabeen avalon beach Wanda Beach, Mooloolabar in Queensland, and also Terrigal. And we're, as you know, Newcastle is going to be an area that we're looking at launching soon um, in, uh, I can't remember, Dixon Beach, I think it might be, Dixon Beach. Um, So we're looking at Dixon Beach being one of those ones that we're looking at. We've got another one in the northern beaches, I think, around Curl Curl. And we've also got uh, Bondi, which is obviously a big marker for us and one that we want to have a huge launch in. So, yeah. So we've got another three. So we should have like 10 by the end of the year, I think. That's fantastic. And they're all kind of just radiating out from one another in this small part of, of the state. So mm-hmm. the whole eastern seaboard might blow up pretty quick. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, sort of, it, it's one of those things that I uh, – there's a real process to it. We, we want to make sure that there's a there's a real solid foundation before we la- we, we launch beaches um, you know, there's a whole process of communicating with the communicating with the um, the local community and there's a process of how to do that interact you know, interacting with community leaders and you know um, council council plus also business um, you know we want to have big strong engagement so that takes time it's not just a matter of rocking up on a beach um, and so we want to we want to do it right. We want to we want to be here in ten years' time on every one of the beaches that we've launched on. We don't want to just rock up and then not be there. That's why there has to be three people to start to start it. You know, we, we need support before we launch. Mm. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask a very silly question, but no, who is welcome? Who's welcome? To wow. tell. Every, of course, you know the answer is going to be everyone. Um, and that's not a silly question, though, but it's yeah. probably the thing which I, I would say it makes my heart sing the mm. most, it makes my heart burst through my chest, is when I see, you know, and often I, I do it, I'm a bit sneaky, is that because it's a 20-minute meditation and sometimes just before the end I sneak around the back and take some video and take some footage, right, um, <laughs> before, before I wake everyone up with music. Um, and I sneak behind, and uh, and don't worry, I don't take pictures of people's faces and things. Um, uh, but I, I have the opportunity of watching for a minute or two, everyone just sitting together. Mm. And often, you know, like we'll have, you know, 40, 50 people. In Wanda Beach last week, there was like 80-odd 80, 80 people at, at, at the beach. And I saw some of the visuals come, come through from Wanda Beach. And... There were families sitting, there was mum and dad sitting there with their kids. There was teens sitting next to older generation. There was mums, dads, there a, a variety of different ages, backgrounds, you know, people. 
surfers, different types of people from different backgrounds, everyone. Yeah, and I think that that is the beauty of this is that the the meditation that we do doesn't have any basis that is locked into any religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a very very pure breath meditation, mindfulness meditation. So we we're definitely not attached to anything. So whether you're Christian, Muslim, I don't doesn't really make any difference what religion you come from. It doesn't make any difference whether you've studied meditation for forty years. And you're on an, an incredible spiritual journey, or whether this is the first time that you've ever heard of it, and you just want to try it. Um, and we've got all of it down there. Um, so, if you've meditated and you've got your own practice, we encourage you to come and sit with us, and and do the um, you know do whatever your personal practice is with us. You know, you don't have to follow. The, the, it's not a guided meditation. Our process is to sit together. We will give you a little bit of breathing, like of instruction, which is really simple and really pure and really basic to follow. And um, we want to keep it that way, you know. So, you know, we once had a um, we once had a man, uh, and he was obviously you know from the Islam faith, and he put down his mat next to us and did his prayers next to us, which I thought was a beautiful thing, yeah. you know. Like um, we welcome anyone to be able to come and um, to share the space and to connect to whatever their truth is, really. That's perfect. Now, for for those listening at home, wherever they are, if they're curious by now, would you mind walking us through the traditional MMM experience? From yeah. Well, first and foremost, yeah. Like, first and foremost, if you go to our website, it's laid out. Um, so there's a step-by-step process of exactly what you can experience, um, but I'm ha- absolutely happy to, to walk you through it. So uh, the first thing is um, we do a bit on Facebook and Instagram. Probably Facebook is the easiest way to, to learn where what's happening and where it's located first and foremost. Um, I would suggest we've just come through winter where <laughs> everybody um, – Everybody like had lots of rugs and and, and warm stuff that they're bringing, uh, and you know we're always going to be at six thirty in the morning. So it's generally a cooler time of the morning, so you want to rug up, you want to bring uh, a towel or a beat, you know, something to, to rug up in. Um, yeah, we've got people that brought gloves and hats and beanies and all sorts of stuff. Whatever, whatever's going to keep you warm. Basically, don't worry, no one's going to judge you for what you wear there. Um, and generally speaking, you'll see a kite banner. I've got it right here. You'll see this thing Excellent. in the background. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we we've got those kite we've got those kite banners in every beach. So you you'll and we're also wearing the same t-shirts. So you'll see a banner and shirt, and you'll also hear music. Uh, and you know, come towards us. You'll be welcome. Trust me. Like we reach out, and you, you're definitely not going to be sitting in the back. You know what I mean? If you want to like withdraw and those sort of things absolutely but the people that are holding the space are some of the most nicest most beautiful people you'll even ever meet and they will come and probably give you a hug <laughs> so, um, and um ask you your name ask you also if you've done meditation before and if you haven't then they're going to give you some instruction and if you have then they're going to totally respect that and show you and you know we we get together to to begin with just to talk about the process um so Generally speaking, if you get down there by 20 past six, 
some beef will start a little bit later, but we're looking to probably start by 6.40. And then we'll all head down to the beach together after some you know, basic instruction. You'll get to meet some people. We'll introduce you to some people. Um, and then we get settled on, on the beach. Um, we've got some people that bring chairs and things like that to, you know, you can bring whatever is going to be comfortable for you. And then we take a moment of just getting like really, really just settled. And what we'll do is I'll put my hand up or the leader will put their hand up and then we take three deep breaths together and really like just exhale and breathe in and exhale. And then at the end of the three breaths, then we close their eyes. And the first thing that we do is take a moment and take 30 seconds to just ask yourself the question, why am I here? And to connect. So even in meditation, it can sometimes go on auto drive. You know, you just go down, you go into the breathing. And so, so what we like to do is take 30, your first 30 seconds is just ask yourself, why am I here? And I'm here to connect and, you know, let everything go. And just to be in that moment, just for 30 seconds. And then we ask people to, to, to spend the first couple of minutes just like really being beautiful and mindful of where we are, listening to the sounds of the ocean and, you know, the wind and just, you know, turning off all the, the, the visual and just opening out all the, the auditory and letting all that sink in and wash over you. And then it's just after that, it's 16, 17 minutes based on a nice, easy breathing um, process of being mindful of the inhale and exhale and just watching, just letting your attention watch the the rise and the fall of your chest. And, you know, we talk to people a little bit about, you know, how to deal with distractions and thoughts and things like that. And, but at the end of that process, you get woken up by music. We come through with some really nice music at the end to just to wake you up nice and gently. We encourage people to, to stay seated for a minute or two at the end just to just to like feel the effects of, of meditating for 20 minutes. It's, it's a beautiful effect. So sit in it. And enjoy it for a couple of minutes and look at the ocean and just really appreciate where you are and what you're doing. And um, and then at the end, we have a finishing circle. So we get everybody together at the end and we run through, you know, what activities are coming up. We have a quick chat about meditation. Um, maybe there's some things that were realized that day or if it was a talk about gratitude or something like that, um, we, we might mention some things generally just goes for five, six, seven minutes and then then we leave and then that's it. And you can either, well, most people just go get coffees. You know, they get coffee, they talk. Some people go and do exercises together. Some people go surf after. So, and I think that's the beauty of the communication. You know, uh, sometimes I've, I've gone home, had a shower, gone do a workout and come back and there's still 15 people having coffee together at 9.30. So three hours later, they're still having coffee together. So it's a beautiful thing to watch, you know. It's fantastic. Yeah. It shows that bonds being built and the new local community is establishing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. And so you said sometimes you do hang around and you do a beach clean and yeah. sweep the beach. Yeah, week three. Like week three, we've set a mandate that week three is that we're more than just about meditation is that we actually care about the environment that we're sitting in. Look, we're, we're here to connect with it, so we need to take care of it and we need to take ownership of that. And, you know, we've made some mistakes as well in this as well, you know, like we're not, we're not perfect as well. Um, you know, we did a beach clean once, once and we were supported by a company 
Um, and <laughs> we, we did the beach clean. We brought like, and the company was doing a beautiful thing by us. They, they really wanted to do a beautiful thing. So they brought coffees for everyone. But they brought them down in plastic. <laughs> they brought them down in plastic cups, which kind of purpose a little bit, you know what I mean? But I mean, we, we didn't instruct that either. We didn't instruct it. But it's it, 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 but it's a growing thing now. So now we make sure that we let everybody know: is that if you're coming to Chai Week, then bring a sustainable cup or vessel that is going to be able to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're learning. We're growing. We make mistakes as well. But um, and that's I think that's the beauty as well is that we're not trying to be anything that we're not. We're um, but we've got a, a huge heart and we want to be connected to the earth um, and we want to do the right things by the earth and, um, you know, that beach clean is part of it. It's a small thing. We're, we're playing a very small part, but that small part means a lot to many people. Yep. Yeah. The other thing I liked about what you just explained there is how I'd said before about who's welcome. You clearly described there that there's multiple checkpoints along the way that, Nobody needs to know what they're doing before they turn up. As no. soon as they get there, you ask them if they've meditated. You can fill them in. As a group, you describe what's going on. And afterwards, you check in if they needed help for next time. Yeah. It's written on the website. It's written on Facebook. So there's lots of ways people can prepare if they feel like they need to. Yeah. But they don't need to prepare. Correct. Right. So it's as accessible as it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It's not a guided meditation, so they don't need to be led and focused. Uh, personal story with me, I discounted meditation for a long time because I tried a guided meditation, and it was by somebody who was extremely visual. So they're telling me to see this, see that, go do mm-hmm. this. But my mind is not visual, so I couldn't see any of it. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I can't do this. And so I gave up and didn't try meditation for a long time. Till I learned, oh, there's other types of meditation mm. that are not guided with a visualization process. Yeah. And I realized it was accessible. Yeah. Uh, so you're achieving that straight up. You're not trying for a visual thing. And it's you're making it as simple as possible. Pay attention to what's there. Relax. Yeah. Focus on your breath. And what happens if it rains? Yeah, good question. Um, we've... Uh, we're really lucky so far that we've had strong alignment with the surf lifesaving clubs. So they've come to our rescue uh, on a couple of occasions. We've been really lucky last winter. I don't know. Someone's looking after us, Lance, because um, we we only needed we only needed to go in about three times in all of winter. Uh, you know, if like we've got this sort of solid understanding that you know if it's light if it's really light we're going out in it. You know what I mean? We're not, um, <laughs> we've got this loose term that we call ourselves hardcore meditators. Um, <laughs> but, it's, but you know, we, we're gathering to be here on a beach and rain itself is a judgment on this being a bad thing. Um, now, unless it's pouring and people, and we're putting people into a safe uh, and unsafe, uh, you know, conditions, then I would say that we draw it back inside. But if it's if it's really light, like last week, last weekend, um, we were out here in Avalon, and it was lightly it was lightly raining, and we had this sort of meeting before, and we sort of had a bit of a. So you know, I mean, 
we can either look at this two ways. You can either say, well, we're going to get wet or and that, that's a bad thing or you can be really mindful about um, like the actual beauty of rain and how nice that feels to actually get this from the sky. And it was amazing is that the turnaround from everyone because everyone decided and it's kind of, it's, of a, it, it's one of those sort of things that it's a group initiative, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually the little the um, the lady Jenny who's really she was a bit older she was like oh I'm not sure I'm not sure she was the one that was turned around at the end and said that was the most beautiful meditation I've ever had um, and you know just a little bit of slight encouragement come on you know and if it does get if it does get uh, raining that is like then we'll draw it back inside we can always go back inside we've always got that choice to go inside and all of uh, well pretty much all of our clubs now have an ability to go under the cover. Uh, whether that's under the cover of the Surf Life Saving Club or go inside a Surf Life Saving Club. So, and we're, we're pretty mindful of trying to find beaches that we're going to get that support. Um, and we've been, like I said, we've been really lucky up until now um, and we'll continue to be lucky as well. Fantastic. Uh, so we spent a lot of time talking about the Make Meditation Mainstream. What about the, the other project, the Meditation for Men? How does that differ from... From this yeah um what's well, a commercial that, that's a commercial course so the other one is a not-for-profit charity yeah and in actual fact the meditation for men feeds and pays for the charity yep not surprised so, no one's making money <laughs> no one's making money Lance. um no. but uh one feeds the other so yeah. the meditation for men course is how i learned to meditate and I and I'm really really um, grateful for the way I learned because I don't think that I would have learned it any other way. Um, and that was that there was a very strong commitment up front that you're here for four weeks uh, and you're committing to to full thirty days to a full thirty days a full month of meditating and we're going to layer the process with you and. Um, so we caught up once a week for about three hours, two to three hours, and then you get given the process for the week, and then the you would go and you'd have to meditate morning and night, twenty minutes in the morning, twenty minutes in the evening, and you'd catch up the next week. Then you get given the next layer part of the process, and then all the way through to the fifth week or so, the full thirty days where you've had you have your full practice um, and. It was layered like that. There was check-ins. There was accountability, uh, and I liked. It works for me. I, it works for me, and it works for men. I think a lot of men is this accountability and this black and white approach, and um, that's what I'm offering. Is I'm offering um, a strong commitment. And, look, I've talked to guys before that said, oh, look, I don't think that I can do the two times a day and those sort of things. I said, well, the course is not for you then. There's there's many other courses. This one's not for you. Um, because I I have a strong belief that you, you need to, if this course is for you, then you need to commit to the two times a day. There's a big difference between meditating once and twice a day. And that's where I found a huge transformation for me is the difference between meditating between once and twice a day. And uh, this course is about bringing that into your life as much as possible and to creating habits of excellence 
and habits which are, are meaningful. And at the end of the five weeks, it's my hope that not only will you experience the transformational effects of meditation within yourself, but you'll also maintain that ongoing. And I think the proof and the pudding of that is that a huge proportion, a, a huge percentage of the guys that complete the course are still meditating once or twice a day as a result of that mandate. And um, I get them to pay for it. It's not free. Um, and that's also important. You know, like I paid $400 for my course 20 years ago, and that's pretty much what I'm charging them now. That, that, that course fee goes 100% into the charity, which is, which is developing, you know, um, a community outreach. And it, it changes things. The, if it was free, people don't take it seriously. And no. I'm, I, I'm really going off a strong feeling about this is why it was successful for me. And I want to, I want to mirror that. And, um, on it, like the lady who actually gave the course was quite funny, really. She was German, who get who and like in the second week of me doing the course and training the course, there was a couple of uh, backpacker girls that were in the course because uh, it wasn't meditation for men; it was for everyone back then. Um, anyway, she said, All "Right, you know who's 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 done the two times two times a day," and we went around went around the group. And the girls are like, no, I kind of like I didn't. I went out one night and did this. And she said, great, get your stuff, get out. <laughs> and they, and they, they thought it was a joke and they laughed it off. And they said, no, 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 we'll try to be serious this week. And she went, no, get your stuff and get out in a in this very strong German accent. And, and from that moment forward, nobody missed the beat. <laughs> Everyone was very serious about it. Um, so I don't know. Look, but... We also like I am keeping it just for men because we what happens as a natural course of the course itself is that men start to open up mm. and they start to open up and talk about you know as as you know Lance like meditation opens you up like it it, it it takes away all the bullshit and all of a sudden the truth starts arriving and I want you know. I want men to feel comfortable being with other men that they can talk about this stuff. And every course, it it is just a beautiful thing to watch. It's 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 like the birth of something, you know, is that these guys on night one are all sitting around, arms crossed, not talking, nobody nobody saying anything, nobody doing anything. By the time they finish, they just open. They're just open. They're hugging each other like they've gone through this massive transformation. Um, you know, I've got got like tough big ass tough builders that right, they 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 wouldn't say a word night one but the, by the time they finish they're just completely open and just like just engaging their true self and it's a it's a pleasure it i'm so gifted and lucky to be have the opportunity of of seeing this happen and to be uh the facilitator and to, to somewhat guide this through um and so that's why it's just for guys, you know, nothing, it's certainly nothing against um, women, but I don't understand, I don't understand women like I understand guys. I, I feel like I understand guys and it gives them a platform where they feel like there's no barriers and that they can relate and they can open out. And um, I think that's really good. And we, you know, we talk about 
you know, we talk about guy topics and challenges and stuff along the way, along, you know, and it comes up pretty naturally. It doesn't mean also that you need to, that, that you need to give either. I've, I've had guys in the group that also go, it's, I, I don't really feel like sharing and, and that's totally okay as well. It's not, this is not a counseling session. Yeah. So it's not, it's not for counseling, but as a natural course of meditation, as you would know, your barriers come down. Yeah. And there's a natural flow that comes out. Um, they get more self-awareness of what's actually going on and then they feel safe so they're comfortable to share. Correct. What is, uh, yeah. I, I would, I'd probably put money down those guys that were still closed off and didn't share. If they kept their practice up, they would yeah. have shared with somebody by now anyway. Yeah. That natural realisation. Yeah. Or they would have just solved their issue themselves. That's yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a personal journey, you know. It's a. Um, hmm. it, I think that if you're meditating twice a day, it's pretty hard to resist that, you know, it, because it's it's such a strong thing that it it happens within naturally within you. Yeah, and that's the benefit of it. It, it is a fantastic self care tool that you might be able to solve your issues yourself without needing outside help, or you might just see that whatever that issue was is not really an issue anyway you can just change that internal dialogue without having to solve anything outside of what's going on inside yeah Yeah. uh so i love i love both of those projects uh and i'm I'm excited to, to help get make meditation mainstream up and coming in newcastle awesome so if somebody's been listening to this and elsewhere in australia or elsewhere around the world they want to build a community together and get a couple extra guys to to make meditation mainstream in their area yeah can they reach out to you to find out how to be part of the team totally um and i think lance one of the the good things about this is that you don't need to be a meditation teacher to hold the space mm. you, um we've got i've got some unbelievably beautiful people that have never that don't have 20 years or 10 years or even a year of meditation in fact they've literally like literally come into it but they feel like they want to give um they've come for a multiple of sessions and understand the landscape and what can be said and what can't be said and um it's more about like really holding the space and and really giving people an opportunity and guiding them through and leading that opportunity. Um, like all the instruction is fairly simple. We've got a pretty strong mandate is that if people want further information, they can throw that through the line. So um, we can help you know people who are passionate about wanting to lead in this space to be able to come towards it without having a background in meditation or being a meditation teacher. We've got quite a few yoga teachers that are in the space that, you know, want to teach. Like it, it's a nice, beautiful um, synchronicity there uh, in alignment with, with that. So, and we can do this anywhere as long as we just, we just got to tick off, you know, some of the, some of the key, key elements about uh, preparation and things like that, about the locality, the safety of beaches and things like that. You know, we've, we've got to take care of our community. We can't, we can't just launch anywhere. So um, there's a bit of a process as to how we do that. But, yeah, if they um, 
send me a messenger on, on, on messenger or through Facebook or Instagram on any of those platforms, then we'd love to hear from them. And we're very, very motivated to launch like everywhere. So, you know, if they're outside of Australia, we can definitely like launch outside of Australia even. Fantastic. Well, I'll put all the, the links in the, the show notes so they can find those, but it's meditation for men on Facebook and dot com dot au and yeah. meditation mainstream dot com dot au and on That's Facebook it. everything as well. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. And so every Saturday morning at six thirty AM yeah, that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. And whatever one's happening in the future. Yeah. <laughs> but they can find all of that online before they go. And if yep. they've got any questions, you're happy for them to field that out? Oh, for sure. Yeah, love love lots of questions. That's great. Fantastic. Well, it's been wonderful having you on. I'm excited to see where this grows and what becomes of it all. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Good on you. Thanks for listening to that chat with Jason and myself. I hope you enjoyed. If you have more questions, please send him a message or myself. Check in. If you're near one of those beaches, please turn up 6.30 on a sad day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you're curious about if you can create this in your own community, have a chat with some of your mates or somebody else in the community you think might want to be involved and get together with Jason. Have a chat about opening it up in your area so that more people can find this fantastic tool of meditation. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and perhaps learned something new. If you did, I'd love for you to subscribe or drop a review on whatever favorite podcast you have. Or if you've been enjoying the video versions on YouTube or Facebook, do it there. If something really did click home for you with this episode, perhaps it could benefit one of your friends or family. If so, It'd really help if you shared this on your social medias. Until next time, you've been listening to Akasha Talks with Lance Baker.